Shooters, welcome into a mini-series here at the Shooters Touch that we are calling Five with Five. Why Five with Five? Because we are bringing in five new head coaches this season and asking them five questions. And so each day this week, we will roll out a new episode for you. We hope you take the time to listen, enjoy it. And as always, Shooters Shoot. I was getting, I was getting a lot of no letters, and I kept some of the letters because it was like motivation for me. I was young in my coaching career. I did know that those guys I was coaching, this was their one opportunity. If you really want the players to like you, just make them better. If I want to keep playing this game, you know, as a job, I, I have to continue to get better at that. You have to figure out a way to carve out some value that you have that you can bring not only to your team, but also your profession. It's really good information, and I pick up little nuggets all the time. For me, it's all about confidence, man. You, you have to have confidence to be a shooter, to be uh, a basketball player in general, and to have success. You, you, it's all about confidence. If they walk a mile in my shoes, then they can bow like I do. But my game different, not the same with it. I travel now, y'all just change, pivot. Shooters, I hope you've enjoyed our mini-series 5 with 5 so far. We've had some really great guests on, and today's no different. We bring on Trevor Mickelson, and he's the head boys basketball coach over at ADM. Um, longtime coach at Waukee, finally getting an opportunity now to be a head coach and have his own program. And so uh, a good buddy of mine I've known for quite a while, and so this one was a lot of fun kind of catching up, chatting with him. Um, really excited to see what the Tigers are able to do here moving forward. Well, Trevor, welcome to the Shooters Touch. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me on tonight. Hey, man, uh, we're excited to have you. It's been uh, a little bit of a long time coming. I know you've been supporting the pod for a while, and uh, obviously you and I go way back uh, to the old freshman club basketball days. I mean, what do you, what do yeah, you remember that, about that experience? I don't know. When, when you when we started talking about getting on here, I, I started thinking back. I don't even know when exactly that was, but that was – had to be 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, probably pretty like close. That. And yeah, so we and I was I started trying to think of some of the players and, and some of the guys we had. I don't know we had some Dowling kids on there. We had a kid from Lincoln, a big kid from Lincoln that I remember actually seeing when we were at Waukee. Um, it might have been that year that they upset us in the postseason. So I, I didn't like that very much. But um, yeah, we had some we had some good times. It, it was it was fun. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was because we were both still at Drake at the time, I remember. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that might have been like 10, 2011, 12, maybe. But yeah, um, yeah we had a bunch of Southeast Polk kids, uh, that curly haired yeah. kid from Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, Dowling. Yeah, that was, I mean, a little bit of misfits, but it was fun. That was a fun summer for us to get a chance to um, kind of get after it. But yeah. Um, well, perfect. Uh, if you guys have been listening to the pod, you know what we're doing here. It's our mini series. We're going five with five. So we have five questions um, for a coach tonight. And the first one I'm going to start you, hit you with here is once you got the job, obviously new ADM, um, Tigers coach, boys coach over there, you got the call. Hey, Trevor, it's yours. Um, what was your number one priority as soon as you accepted the job? What What was your goal? What did you want to do? Uh, well, I the AD actually called me. I was in class, and so I had to step out. And so 
Um, I missed his initial call. And so I actually, I was so excited. I accepted it right on the spot. So my first thing I had to do then afterwards, after I hung up, I had to call my wife and tell her like, Hey, I just took this job. And obviously we had talked about it. So she um, knew if I got the call, I was going to accept it. But from a basketball standpoint, um, it was more just about, I wanted to get over and meet the guys, um, get to be around them a little bit. And so we held an introduction meeting just so I could kind of talk with them, um, you know, lay out the summer plans for them. I wanted to meet the staff, um, have a lot of the same guys coming back on staff, a great group of guys I'm going to be working with. Um, and they've been awesome because, you know, they have a better feel for some of the guys initially as I'm coming into the system. And so, um, just, you know, the biggest thing for me was familiarizing myself with them, with the, the culture that's there and some of the systems and uh, just getting an opportunity to be around the team. Yeah, that's always uh, that's always kind of the key thing. Obviously, any coach will tell you it's uh, it's the got to build those relationships. And especially, like you said, being the new guy coming into something that's uh, relatively established. And so um, that's, that's always got to be kind of the first thing setting those relationships. But then from there, um, did you, did, did you start to set up, uh, any summer leagues or did you guys, what did you guys do as far as open gyms and, and play right after that? Yeah, we started, we had, um, open gyms throughout the course of the summer, um, workouts that worked out the guys in the morning, they would always lift. Um, so they had their strength and conditioning schedule early in the mornings, um, a couple times a week. And then we would have workouts, um, you were following that right afterwards. So the schedule worked out really well. Um, with that, just kind of a, an easy transition because they were already going to be there anyways at the school. Um, we got involved. Uh, we got into a couple team camps, went to Upper Iowa uh, team camp. They had that actually. They hosted it at Appleton Parkersburg, which was a little bit better for us because a shorter drive um, and great facilities at Appleton, too. It was a, it was a nice setup. Um, and then the, the following week, and this is all the month of June, then the following week we went to Winterset. Uh, Coach Henry, uh, had an awesome setup there. We had played six games in winter set. And then we ended this uh, summer in terms of our team stuff, going to the quad cities over the Justin Sharp shootout, which they always have great competition there. And so it, it was good. It was a great opportunity for me to at least see our guys compete. You know, we got a lot of new faces coming onto the team. We, I think they had 11 guys graduate. Um, and so the biggest thing, knowing that was getting these guys opportunity to play with one another. Cause we had guys that last year were on the freshman last year were on the JV and a couple guys that were on varsity. And so um, just watching them compete and try and like you said, build those relationships off the court with some of the, just the travel, but then also kind of starting to mesh on the court as well. Yeah. You know, very important getting, uh, getting as, as a new head coach, getting in front of those kids, you know, actually, actually working with them. It's, it's good that you got to do that, you know, with the times that we have seen in the last, last year and a half, but, um, Question number two for you, Coach. Um, what experience do you have that you think helped you land that job? So what, um, what coaching experience do you have here in the past? Yeah, so obviously, like, like Brian and I talked about, had a little bit of coaching experience with him uh, on the AAU, and that was actually the only time I've really seen the AAU side from a coaching perspective. But, um, you know, I graduated college and was living in Des Moines and actually was fortunate. I, I decided I kind of wanted to get into coaching, started just reaching out to random coaches. Um, the second one I, I contacted was uh, Coach Bjorkren at Urbandale. And he, I, I met him out. There was, I still remember he was serving a, as like essentially a, a supervisor at like a middle school football game. And so he's like, hey, come out and just talk with me here. And so we had a conversation. He's like, I don't have any paid positions. Um, you can be a freshman assistant. And I said, 
all right, I'll do it. And so I volunteered with them uh, working at the freshman level for three years, which at the time, you know, it was what it, you know, it was, it was okay. And I, and I loved the experience and coach Brorkin obviously runs a, a phenomenal program, but uh, timing wise worked really well. The, the first team I think I had was, was Lazard's freshman year. Um, so we had a little bit of talent and some athleticism to play with that first year. Um, and so I was there for three years. And then, uh, once I, and that during that time I was going to school at Drake for, uh, to get my, my teaching degree and was fortunate enough to, I student taught at Waukee and then got a job uh, teaching at Waukee. And so I was able to get onto coach Ol's staff there. It was a, it was a nice transition. Um, I volunteered the first year for him. Uh, and then the second year I took the, the head freshman job there. And then the following year he had some, some movement on his staff and it opened up a spot. So in the last, whatever that seven or eight years, I've been working with coach Ole. And, you know, in terms of preparing me for a, a head coaching job, like that is the, the one thing I was worried about coming, you know, from the head coaching job to working with him is I still wanted to feel like I was a part of something and I was valuable and I was contributing. And, and he was so awesome in terms of empowering me and giving me opportunities to have my, my voice heard. And so those seven years that have been, or eight years with coach Ole has been phenomenal. Um, you know, in terms of how he develops players, how he develops his staff that works underneath him. And so, you know, it, it was a, it was an excellent experience. A couple, uh, a couple um, of past year's touch gets there with coach Burke and coach Ole. So yeah. Yeah. You like those guys definitely do. Definitely do. They, what, would you say, um, uh, what would you say one thing you learned from both those guys? Uh. Man, you know, and I, I didn't work with Coach Bjorken as much being at the freshman level, um, you know, but both of those guys, uh, they just, they're, they're winners. And so I think the biggest thing for both of them is kind of the organizational standpoint is they allow people the flexibility to, to learn and to grow, but they still, they manage everything and they know everything that's going on within their program, um, you know, and I think just working really closely with Coach Ole the amount of hours he puts in outside in terms of watching film and preparing it, you know, preparing his guys and being flexible. And that is the biggest thing I've learned from him. Like it takes a ton of work to get a game plan together. Um, if you want to consistently be really successful and obviously you saw the, you know, you've seen the teams that he's put together at, at Waukee um, the last, you know, eight, nine years, it's really evident the, the time he puts into it. Yeah, I'd say that's a that's a good evaluation from watching, obviously, from a, a further distance of both those guys. I mean, preparation, but not only preparation, but I think with both of them, just continuing to evolve, uh, you know, and adapt to the situation, not being so hard headed that like, hey, this is my system and this is how we're going to do it. Like they have their two or three things. I mean, you're you're going to get a pump fake power from Coach Ole, but, uh, <laughs> you know, as far as system goes, it's like there's, you know, he'll, he'll mix and match with the talent and the kids that he's got around him. And same thing, you know, with Bjorka and going, you know, from the kids he had come through Urbandale to now what he's doing down at Simpson, it, it feels very much the same. Yeah. And it's been, it's been awesome. Yeah. The, the pump fake power with coach. Joel, I, I dropped that at one of our first workouts, not thinking and the kids kind of looked at me like, what's he talking about? So I had to go and explain that. Um, but yeah, no, you know, and it was, it was cool. Cause obviously with Bjorker and then being at Simpson and he would come back and um, you know, he recruited a few, he's got a couple walkie guys there now. And so just to be able to, you know, to touch base with him, you know, as he came back to recruit and obviously, you know, he, he's helped me out a lot, a lot, you know, over the course uh, of my coaching career. And so that's been great, but yeah, 
you talk about the flexibility with coach Joel. Like when I first started, he, I mean, he was a stickler on everything and he really, he, and he's still a stickler, but he softened up a lot by the time we got to, you know, the, these last couple of years. And so we, as a staff, we kind of gave him a hard time. Cause we'd be like, you know, kids would come in with even different colored shoes and we're like, that didn't fly. And in his first couple of years, it was white shoes all the time. Yeah. You got at some point you could pick your battles, right. And be yeah, like, all right, yeah. I'm going to, these things are, are non-negotiable, but whatever, everything else, we'll figure it out. So, yep. all right, coach, number three, um, what was the biggest reason uh, you decided to take this head position? Um, you know, the, the reason I wanted a head position is just, uh, it's a challenge. Um, you know, I love to compete. I, I love all the aspects of coaching, you know, preparing teams for it, obviously the competition the day of, but, um, and the relationships you build over the course of it. Like I, I still talk to a ton of players and check in with them and, you know, you see the, the, the highs and lows of their life following high school. And so I wanted to be able to have those relationships from a head coaching experience. Um, but specifically, you know, why I chose ADM, you know, as I started to think about it and I heard that the job was open, I had always kind of talked with my wife, you know, living here close, like I, we have family in the area. So we wanted something really close. And, um, you know, I heard the job was open and I was, had kind of always had my eye on ADM and heard about the job. It just drove over to ADM and started driving around and like, there's so many houses that have tiger pride and, and, you know, on the lawn and on the driveway and everything. And like, the small town pride that they have is something that was really appealing to me. Um, and then talking with um, the AD, um, the administrative team, some of the other coaches, people that I know that live in the community, like I didn't hear anything negative about the community, about the school. You look at some of the success they've had in other, you know, boys athletics, baseball teams, been to state multiple times. Now the last couple of years, track team finished second, the football's off to a good start this year. Like, it's a growing community there. There's a lot of positives um, surrounding the athletics program in that community. And it, you know, as a young coach that wants to, you know, find a spot that, you know, I can call home for a really long time that that's really enticing. Yeah. It's a good community. I mean, it's something where obviously sweet corn days, I'm sure a lot of people have been over to that, but uh, anytime you get a chance to go over to that community, it's just a neat little community. There's, yeah. there's they support their community. I mean, you know, from a, a community standpoint, they support the downtown and the local businesses. They support, like you said, the school really well. And so, um, and it is, it's a program that just continues to build and obviously um, continue to get more kids that come in through the system and um, small town vibes, never a bad thing. And, and plus now being a tiger, you're back in the cat family. Uh, so now you can go from a, a lynx to a tiger. Yeah, I don't know how how that all is going to work out for you. But. Yeah, I know. I actually, I reached out to them uh, about trying to get, you know, maybe a, a scrimmage or something against Webster city, uh, you know, get back to my roots and maybe uh, make it back up. They don't play in Jeff Jim though. Anymore. I was gonna say, it's, 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 it's just would, not the same. You'd have to request be like, Hey, here's the deal. I mean, it's Saturday scrimmage. Let's make sure it's in Jeff Jim and uh, let's have some fun. Cause it'd, it'd be loud. Yeah. It'd be loud for the scrimmage with uh, just your managers in there. I feel like I I just found out that they don't play in Jeff Jim anymore. And I mean, that's, that's just super sad. I know one of the best, one of the absolute best. 
it, it was it's the coolest the the coolest environment i still i'm not and i'm biased obviously but i'm not sure i've been to a, a better gym than jeff here i still like some of the games i remember like the one that always sticks out you're growing up and this is this is beside the point but bruner and his squad came in came in and played against Joston, and it was i think I think Greg had like 44 and Jared had 41 and these two were going back and forth. I mean, it was, it was awesome. And so there's, yeah, there, there's been a lot of history in that gym and a lot of really good players have come through there. So. Yep. Well, a scrimmage uh, would need, would definitely need to be in Jeff gym for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, number four for you here, coach, um, what are goals and expectations for this upcoming year? Um, you know, it's, it, like I said, we, we got a lot of new faces. Um, and so we'll, we'll probably have some growing pains early. Um, but you know, we have all the pieces, uh, to be really successful. We have a couple senior leaders coming back. We have some younger guys, um, that have put in the work. They're in the weight room. They're, they're athletic kids. And so, um, it's just going to be, it's, I don't want to say it's a work in progress because I expect us, you know, to have success and compete in a really tough conference. And so, uh, again, it's going to be uh, our goal then is to be playing our best basketball by the end of the season. Um, you know, anytime you, you got a new coach and a bunch of new faces there, like I said, there's going to be growing pains early. Um, but hopefully we can learn from those early on, make some strides over Christmas break, you know, kind of regroup and um, get our footing. And, you know, we're going to we're, we're going to get give it everything we got. You know, we're, we're going to try to, um, you know play fast and give our guys the freedom to make plays rather than, you know, it's not going to be all, all set plays. We're kind of trying to teach them some concepts and uh, allow them the freedom to, you know, be players rather than uh, just X's and O's. So. Yeah. Well, you mentioned, you know, a smaller community, you know, maybe, maybe a couple of communities together, make, make, make a little bit of bigger community, but you know, mm -hmm. high school basketball is a lot of, of those guys you mentioned, you know, those athletes that, that maybe, you know, aren't the best basketball players in the world, but they know how to play and they're athletic. Um, and it sounds like your style will be, you know, up tempo. And as you kind of mentioned, letting, letting them play, teach them some concepts. And, you know, in my opinion, that, that bodes well for those, those, those kind of athletes. Yeah. And we're, yeah, like I said, we're fortunate, like watching these guys on Friday nights, like it, you know, they're all football guys and they're all, you know, a lot of them are in track. And so like skill wise, that maybe doesn't always correlate to basketball, but just the competitive and the mental toughness that it takes to, you know, compete every single time you're on the, the floor, um, I think is something that really is going to carry over. And so, um, we got a really good foundation and that's, you know, one of the things, you know, talking about why this was an enticing program is, um, the, the coach Mager who, who had been at ADM, you know, like it, it wasn't like the program was suffering and he needed to step away. Like he's been there a long time. He has the support of the community. He, he did what he felt was best for him. And so it's not like it's a program that is needs to undergo a complete rebuild. Um, there's a lot of really good pieces in place for us to be successful this first year. That's exciting too. Like he, it's always, it's always tough to, you know, fill the shoes of someone that just came off state championship. And it's always uh, tough to try to fill after someone who's been kind of bleeding the program and left it pretty bare. Mm -hmm. And so middle of the road feels, uh, feels like the, the ideal situation if you could pick it. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, with that last question here, coach. Uh, so number five in three years. Okay. So you get a chance, you start to kind of build your system in three years. What, do, what do you want the, the ADM, um, boys basketball team to be known for? Um, 
I want to, I want them to be known as, you know, obviously leader within our community. I want them to be known as leaders um, in the classroom, in other extracurriculars, other athletics. Um, you know, I just, I want them to be guys that are going out volunteer and helping the community, doing whatever they can, you know, to make uh, the most of their, t- their four years that they have in ADM in terms of a basketball side of things. Um, I, I want us to be a team that's competing um, every year to be, you know, a top 10 for a, an opportunity to go play. Um, in the state tournament, that final eight, um, I want us to have a ton of toughness, um, but also to have really, you know, really high basketball IQs. Um, I want us to be guys that, again, that just know how to play the game the right way. And I think that starts at the younger levels right now, um, you know, kind of looking at how we're going to organize our youth program. We had a great summer with some youth camps um, and really excited about some of the, the, the lower levels. We got some really talented kids coming up through our program. Um, which is really exciting from, from my perspective to be able to come in and watch those guys grow. And so, again, I, you know, in three years, I, I think we have an opportunity to um, be a team that people have to look out for. So you, you kind of mentioned it there, but how big is uh, the youth program currently? And, um, you know, what, what, what do you see as far as for the youth program and some of your feeder programs here uh, moving forward? Yeah. So, you know, in this summer, I only was able to have, um, you know, just a youth camp and we went second through eighth grade. Um, by the time I took the job and was able to, you know, kind of figure out the systems and get my feet under me and actually promote it. I only had about two and a half to three weeks to promote the camp, which, you know, with young kids, like a lot of families have their entire summer set. So I had no idea what I was going to get in terms of numbers, um, ended up with, with over 80 kids. And so I was really happy about that. Um, you know, we're, we're going to start looking at having, uh, some, you know, competitive AAU style teams, but we want them to be made up of AAU or, uh, ADM kids. Uh, so that, that's going to be one of our focal points, but we also want to have some winter leagues and some developmental leagues, hopefully work with, you know, ADM parks and rec and, and kind of get something going. So again, get those kids in the gym early, but then also get them to come, uh, support the varsity team. And hopefully we have a, a varsity program. That's something they want to be a part of. And, and that's, you know, kind of falls on my shoulders as the coach. Yeah, no, absolutely. Obviously move, moving up a chair um, comes additional hats uh, that you'll wear. And obviously being in and around the game for as long as you have, you kind of know that, but now you get to experience them firsthand from uh, uh, being the PR guy right now, doing some podcast <laughs> actions, running, yeah. camp, talking to the radio, doing all that stuff. Uh, uh, you'll find out uh, uh, in that head spot that, you know, maybe, maybe assistant and just getting to coach basketball isn't all bad, but uh, it, you know, you yeah, got it. it's a worth the experience though. I mean, it's, you, you just get ready for it. You, yeah, you're right. Cause you know, and, and you talk about moving up a chair and I always gave coach Olks a hard time. So I felt like he always stood right in front of me and I'm like, coach, I can't even see you. You're right in front of me. Like you, you gotta, you gotta give me a window to at least watch the game. Um, but I think, you know, that has been the biggest transition is you, I took for granted how much of the administrative stuff that he takes care of. And as an assistant, you do, you, you just get to enjoy coaching and teaching these guys and being around them. And you don't have to worry about all the other things. And I, I have enjoyed it so far. Um, you know, and it's been easy and the community has been great. They've embraced me with everything. And so, um, but I, I always tell people, they're like, how's it been? They're like, awesome. The community has been great. And everything. I was like, but I haven't lost any games yet. So um, it's, it's been, it's been a great experience and I I'm thrilled. My wife's been super supportive. My family's been awesome. And so um, I'm excited to get going here. 
Well, we're uh, we're excited uh, to watch as well, and uh, we'll obviously be keeping a close eye on on everything that's going on and, and following your journey and how things go. And uh, um, we appreciate you taking some time, obviously jumping on with us and um, answering some five, hopefully not too tough questions for you. But uh, again, Coach, uh, we we appreciate it, and thanks for taking some time with us. Absolutely, thank you guys. Appreciate all you guys are doing to. Uh... Uh, get the word out about the game. You guys are running an awesome podcast. I appreciate you having me on.